Happy Monday, everyone. Man, it's it's a Monday after Valentine's Day. George, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, George? How are you, George? How are you, man? I'm doing well, man. Doing well today. Good, man. I hope you hope you had a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed your Valentine's Day. Yeah, you as well, man. You yeah, it was well. great. You had a good time. We yeah. won't get in the details. I, I don't believe things. in that holiday, man. No, oh, well, I no. mean, yeah. I think that yeah. I tell everybody every day with me is Valentine's Day. Yeah, you got to show love <laughs> every day. You, you know, there's no special day for it. No, uh, but I mean, it is. but there's a market for it. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. every other holiday, there's a market for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure people are going to start saying this podcast is too woke for them. <laughs> it got quiet. <laughs> crickets into crickets. I'm the only one laughing. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. It is what it is. But all right, guys, let's go ahead and get into today's <laughs> topic. Like, cut, not, uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Hey, he's done for the day, guys. Thanks. <laughs> all righty. So today we're going to be talking about the importance of warming up Ooh. and how to put together your own warm up and the yes. ways that we prefer to warm up. Oh, that's going to be a good episode. Yeah. It's going to be a good episode. Yeah, I think so. I, uh, people at Threshold say I warm up for too long. Uh, I mean, I think I think there's give and take, but uh, let's see. Come on, dive in. All right. Well, I like to start with myofascia foam rolling. I like to roll out for a bit. I take my time. All right. Somebody who has Never. no idea what that is, go ahead and explain okay. it, man. So foam rolling, this you everybody has their take on it. I tell my clients this. Our goal is not to break down the myofascia. You cannot physically break down the myofascia with a roller. It's like takes 15 like tons of force per square inch to break down scar tissue. Where, where are you pulling this number from, man? I read it on the internet. Okay, on the internet. All right. Nah, don't believe everything. On Wikipedia. <laughs> I think it was Wikipedia. Oh, get out of here. Nah. So, like, disclaimer. Like I said, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Including myself. Don't believe everything <laughs> I say. Um, so, yeah. So, I started with my feet. My heels, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. My calf. Go okay. calf, calf. Um, hamstring, hamstring, glute, glute. I start with my left side. Okay. Um, reason why I start with my left side. Um, I hurdled and I lead with my left foot. Why mm-hmm. I had hurdled for six years. I lead with my left foot, so my left leg took a lot of impact. So it does take a while to loosen up more of my left side than my right side. Um, for a lot of reasons. Even my left ankle, like I've sprained it so many times. Like right now, it's been bothering me. Mm-hmm. I just cracked when I moved it. Yeah. So um, I spend about a good. Six minutes on my left calf a day. So I'm not time. Sometimes not all the time, but I spend a good amount of times on my calves. Mm-hmm. I think I spend the most time on my calves more than every other muscle group. Right. But it does feel good once I release the tension in my ankle. My my foot feels more movement. Um, glute does take a while. Then after my glute, I do my L L five. This area back here, my lower back, right? Lower, lower back area. Lower back area. Yeah. So it's not exactly on the back, more to the side of it's my. Along, along, along the hips. The hips. Yeah. yeah, the hip area. Then my quads, and I'll go to my upper body. Um. I do it. Um, I feel great afterwards. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say it's a placebo effect, blah, blah, blah. But I do feel like I have more range of motion. Yeah. It does feel like if if my if I'm if I if I'm spending time with weight on my back doing a warm-up set, I feel like I kind of not not necessarily defeated my purpose of a warm-up with the roller. But if I'm trying to get more mobile with weight under my back, a lot of people say that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. I like to do it without any weight on my back. If I can have full range of motion without weight on my body, that's good. I mean, when there's when you have weight on your body, you're going to have to have more range of motion. There's another force making you move. So if I have full range of motion without only without extra weight, just my own body mechanics, I'm good. So that's what I do. I'll do my foam rolling. Some days I take a while. Some days I'll take a while on purpose. What does that mean? 
45 like minutes. 45? Yeah, and everybody okay. said you shouldn't form up for a longer time. But hey, you know what? My body feels tremendous after. Yeah. My ankles don't bother me. My knees don't bother me. My back doesn't bother me. Everything feels more mobile and ready to go. Then I'll go into my actual dynamic warm up, which we're going to talk about a lot today. Um, mm -hmm. A skip, B skip, a rhythm skip, uh, a lot of skipping, um, high knees, butt kickers, um, mm -hmm. Frankensteins, um, toe tappers, karaoke's. Okay. So a lot of just for me, well, my <clears throat> dynamic warm up, how it translates to for me and how it applies to the workout, is it's getting the body move, getting the body ready for the movements we're gonna do. Exactly. So uh, with that being said, do you uh, have like different ones for certain days? Let's say like you're gonna do some squats one day. Does that differ from the ones that you're gonna do? Like let's say you have an upper body day. No, because um, I always. The reason why for for my for me, no, and for my clients, my athletes, no. Um, the dynamic warm up is a good, especially for like a sprinter or an athlete. It's a good point for teaching. Okay. Because when you and I and I and I heard this from a few other people, and it, it kind of blew my mind. It makes sense. When we spent when the athlete's running full speed, you don't want to be yelling out knee drive this that la 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 la. They're they're so they're just trying to sprint. They're in like, the zone, yeah. They're in the zone. Mm -hmm. But during a if you, you must master. The slow things before you get to the fasting, right? right? So dynamic warm up. I get to see knee drive. Mm -hmm. I get to see proper arm drive. I get to see hip placement. I get to see stride length. I get to see rhythm. Yes, yes, cetera, and, cetera. Mm -hmm. and all that. I get a. It's an assessment, right? Can this athlete? Can this? I mean, I can. So I will use the athlete perspective. Can this athlete drive their feet off the ground? Drive their knee up where it needs to be full extension. Can they same time drive that foot down? Press off the ground, bounce the other foot up while mechanically in a rhythm, moving the opposite arm, right, opposite leg. Right. And that's why for me, it's a good teaching concept because now, hey, let's slow this movement down. Let's do it in station first. Let's just get the movement down, walk. Now let's get the boom, boom, boom. And it transfers over to what we're going to do. Since I work with a lot of athletes, a lot of the times, we will, well, I mean, we both work with athletes. A lot of the time is a skip. When they start to, when we, they have to, if we have a sprint day, I hone in on that more. I hone mm. in on the... I mean, every day, I there's details to everything. But then, if to answer your question, I guess you could say when we do a lot of our sprint work, I am more hone in on the warm-up more than ever because now, if the warm-up is slow, your speed day is going to be slow. So, it sets the pace. Sets the pace. Okay. It sets the pace. Sets Makes the sense. tempo. And I think um, it, there's been times where, like, I could tell what kind of workout I'm going to have or what kind of workout my clients are going to have by how they move yeah, in the warm-up. If they're gonna come in here and just like la 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 la, I'm like, okay, this is the workout we're gonna have today. Mm -hmm. But if they come in, pop, 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 I'm like, cool, we're gonna pop. So now that dynamic warm up, the A skip, the B skip, the rhythm skip, now we do that. Then we go outside and we do like a few sprints. They're already mechanically loose. They're, Makes sense. They're here. They're, Makes sense. Their arm drive, their knee drive, it's going in. Mm -hmm. um, if we're gonna do like a squat day, um, so if we're gonna do like a sprinting day, um, I mean, every time we do legs, I always put the band and we do their duck walks. We always do monster walks or duck walks, however mm -hmm. you want to put them. We do that. Um, then, we're, then we do... Um, so that falls into an activation an exercise. Activation exercise or or yeah. uh, we could even say like a corrective exercise yeah, too, corrective right? Yeah, exercise okay. in a sense. And then um, after that, if we're going to do upper body day, we always do face pulls. Okay. Start off. Start off and then... Banded or weighted? Banded. I okay. like... Um, I With my athletes, banded with my... Uh, any of my clients would do some more weight training. I 
prefer to do the actual weighted ones. Well, I mean, we'll do weighted ones, my athletes, but I work with more of like the nine to the nine, I guess you could say the nine, my younger kids. Yeah. We'll use the resistant man, getting them yeah. just that traction, getting them used to that. As they get older, obviously we had more weight. Right. Then um if we're gonna do um then the one I guess I guess your preparation, because talk about preparation movement mm-hmm. too. Um if we're gonna do a lot of heavy squatting, um, I do a lot of depth jumps. Okay. Getting the absorption, getting that getting that force, be able to control the force, eccentrically hold that hamstring, engage the hamstring, pop back up. So then it becomes more specific. Specific to yeah. that day's to workout. That day workout. So I guess to answer your question, I yeah. guess I just answered your question. Um, then if we're gonna do like a heavy, if we're gonna do a chest day, like a heavy bench day, we'll do a lot of inverted rows. Love of inverted. I love rows, inverted rows. Mm-hmm. I think. I love them. My clients hate them. <laughs> and then to to get into like um, the progressive to progression, I think mm-hmm. dynamic. I think your inverted row should be taught because I feel like not every not just trainers. I think everybody tries to do pull ups before they could even do a pull up right. before they should even get on that bar. Right. And I think inverted rows are a great great workout to to inst- instruct to how to lift your body. Right. Because you're if you do them, you know the tracks retraction. In the scapula and the pulling up and that chest, being able to hold up there. And I use, I like to use my legs a lot because I know there's some people that like to keep their feet on the ground, feet straight with their heels. So using more upper body. But for me, if we're gonna do a heavy bench day, let's get our legs activated. If we're gonna do, if we're gonna pull, if we're gonna deadlift or anything that we need our central nervous system activated. So let's get everything firing. Let's explode up slow on the way down fire off the ground makes but sense those, that's like my that is like my de- daily to go warm up on the time that makes sense man yeah. I like that I like that how about yours man uh, for me for me so I, I agree with the uh, myofascial release or foam rolling uh, however I do it a little bit differently I have my spots where I know need a little bit extra love yeah. so I spend a little bit more time on there so for me those spots are usually my calves uh, same thing on the left side, my left glute and my left trap. It's always so, the left side. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, so I definitely spend a little bit more time on that. Um, however, not too long. Um, so uh, when it comes to foam rolling, I like to use an analogy. It's kind of like uh, jerky, right? When you have beef jerky and you try to stretch it, what happens? It's going to rip. Uh-huh. And that's the first thing I tell people because when I tell them to, um, I'm very big on recovery, but the minute I tell them recovery, they tell me, oh, so I just stretch. I'm like, yes, stretching is part of recovery, but it's not it's all the recovery. There's a lot more to it. So I tell them, just imagine that you're cold, you know, and all of a sudden you just want to start stretching. Imagine your muscles like a piece of beef jerky. It's what happens happen. if you start putting tension on that beef jerky? Boom. It's going to rip. It's going to tear. Exactly. Same thing going back the opposite way, right? If your body's getting ready to uh, squat, bench, or you know whatever sort of movement, and you're pulling or pushing a bunch of weight, you don't want to make that muscle too tender. Think of no. tenderizing a steak. You know you have that hammer, pop, pop, pop. And what's going to happen to that? You're not going to have any stability. So, I, in my opinion, it comes down to being a little bit more balanced with it. Okay. Um, obviously, to the spots that I know um, affect me more, I spend a little bit more time on there. But my form rolling pre-workout is 10, 15 minutes tops. It's just yeah. kind of like, you know, I know if I have I have a bit more sore, which is lactic acid buildup, then I know to spend a little bit more time on that. But if I'm just doing it to uh, kind of elongate the muscle, get a little bit more blood mm. flow, get a little bit more oxygen in there, then, uh, yeah, it's about 10, 15 minutes. And you put, you 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 did a good job of saying that the, the you said blood flow, right? No, what did you say right now? 
Blood flow and oxygen yeah. flow. Yeah. yeah. That's another reason why foam roll. Yeah. Getting blood flow, getting movement. Yeah. Natural. It's like yeah, think about the, the ligaments, body. Yeah, the joints, ligaments, and everything. joints, everything's yeah. going side to side. Yeah, up, and that's down, why I mean, I think that's why we're so such big believers in the dynamic yeah. warm up. You know, is it lymphatic fluid? I believe so. Yeah, the lymphatic yeah. fluid gets movement. Everything it's going because if we're gonna move, we we move. Mm-hmm. We don't we we don't we don't we're constant constant movers. We're not just you know even if we're working out like our workouts are very they're dynamic movement. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're gonna just you know bench press the whole time no we're gonna make right. you do the kettlebell stuff turning our hips rotating right. hips jumping moving explosively moving so that's right. good that you put that out there because i think that's something that needs to be known foam rolling it's it's more than just laying here and doing self-care treatment according to people like it's it's a lot more important it's creating less it's creating range of motion and get for me it's a pain reliever yeah oh yeah for sure i mean when you have tension when you have lactic acid buildup um um scar tissue i mean all of that i mean it's gonna affect you whether you want to admit it or not you know and uh my facial release or foam rolling is definitely a a very awesome tool for no no pain no gain or whatever it's called (laughs) sure Uh, i like i like working out with no pain (laughs) i don't like stopping oh my god my back i like i love working out with no pain And and one thing i've noticed man it's that um while the fitness industry has become a lot more hot this topic isn't really talked about foam very rolling? much foam rolling or just like the whole recovery aspect it's everybody's so focused on like yeah let's fucking go let's move forward let's get a good workout and get a good no pump one, be intense be intense be intense no one wants to give the reality of it all everybody wants to talk about the 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 nice car that everybody has but no one wants to talk about the, the take the maintenance of the nice car it's true it's a recovery recovery it's and it's not, I'm glad we that's why I'm glad we do this stuff because it's it's we're give it's we're giving you that we're giving you the need to, the the details of it all like we're not just giving you this nice steak we're going to yeah. give you the the mashed potatoes with the gravy and the corn we're going to give you our opinions which I think is uh, important to put out there too because yeah. at the end of the day these, these are, are our opinions, opinions. Just, based on just, what we've been doing and yes. the research we've done you know um but a quick, real quick, guys, uh, you're going to be hearing us throw this term around quite a bit. So I'd like, would like for you Which to term? define it, and that is dynamic. Oh, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So um, the definition I found, which I think is super awesome, is uh, characterized by constant or ongoing change, activity, or progress. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's perfect. That explains mm-hmm. it. Now, we start to progress a little bit as we move forward, and now how this transfers over into a warm-up. Uh, just like we said previously, I, I believe that it increases range of motion yes. in the joints, yes. ligaments, and muscles, mm-hmm. along with blood flow, oxygen. And with that, I mean, you're just setting yourself up to it, it's, be it's like great. You're, you're, teaching your, it's, you're, you're teaching your body to take and absorb and give, mm-hmm. rather than just take. You're teaching your body to take and give and put out a force with the dynamic yeah. warm-up, which yeah. is working out. Yeah, essentially. It's it, taking, that, taking that weight. Absorbing the weight, but also giving force back to the weight rather Definitely. than just letting the weight just dominate you. Definitely. And now with that being said, um, I don't know about you or how strict you are with this, but I'm very strict when it comes to the order of which we do things in the warm-up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a, no, I, my athletes know if I look at them and, I, and they're doing their warm-up wrong, I, I'm like, well, how long have you been doing this warm-up for? Right. I'm like, you know that this is the order. Like, yeah, it's the order. Like you start off with this, mm-hmm. you start off with this. How do you break that down? Um, I'm interested. Like, so, so my warm up. So the, literally, the, the 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 way I told you how I do it is mm-hmm. the way I do it in order. So the A skip, the B skip, 
go a little bit more in depth okay. on that. Like explain to a listener what the A skip is. Okay, the A skip. So pretty much an A skip is think about you just skipping, right? Mm-hmm. Just so you're skipping like you were a kid. Now, if we think about it on a deeper level, I'm just skipping. But when you skip, what arm? Well, like, let's say your left leg is skipping upwards. So now you're driving your knee up, coming off your back toe in a forward motion. Now, if my left leg is going up, my right arm should be going up at the same time. So now, if we think about that movement, that's a sprint movement, right? So I'm, it's necessarily skipping into my sprint. Now, you put your foot down the ball of your feet. So now you're creating that pop, but also coming straight down with the ground. So you don't want to drag. You don't want to shuffle because a lot of people will do it. They'll like they'll shuffle into it. Like, like You're not shuffling, but you are skipping. The B skip is where you take your foot, you kick now your foot is in dorsiflex for those who don't know that just means your toes are up mm-hmm. and you're going to strike you're going to kick out and strike the ground now so rather than so just, almost like you're kind of uh, and for people who can't see i'm doing air quotations yes he is but um kind of like running on your heels almost right yeah because you're gonna yeah because you're because you're kicking out in a forward motion mm-hmm. where it does look like you're hitting a heel strike but then you come down on the balls of your feet mm-hmm. so you literally take that i always tell my athletes this think of a cat think of a of a of your hand, your feet being your hands. So what I mean by that is your fingertips, if your hands were to be your feet, your fingers would grab the ground and claw the ground. Mm. Now take that analogy, now apply that to your foot. I like that visualization, man. Yep, like grab like the ground it. and pull through, mm-hmm. pull the ground. And then especially when you get deep into it, like I was to my athletes, think of your hamstrings now. Yeah, that, that's going to yep, be my next yep. question. Is that a hamstring activator? It, that's why I tell okay. you, want, you want to think the hamstring now because if we think pull, what is pulling the hamstring? Boom. Right, mm-hmm. and and then uh, it gets it makes you understand like how the hamstring and the bicep the bicep are so relatable, and it's kind of interesting how your hands kind of pull your toes pull at the same time, right? Which I think is something that people should really think about, and I think that's why foot care is so important. Yeah, definitely, because it's it's the only it's the first thing that touches the ground. So then after that, we'll do like a rhythm skip. It's hard. It's so think of doing two high knees at one time, but you're only popping one knee comes higher than the other one. I see. So you're just um, it, for me, it's just getting them rhythm. Yeah. Rhythm. Can I get I you, you? Can you bring the bot? Can you, can you have the body awareness, the body of control, just to drive one knee up as high as as fast as you can, in a quick pace? Now, if we go slow, that let's just build into it. So, but if you go faster. You want to run fast. You want to be fast. You have to train fast. All all movements have to correlate with the final movement. Mm. So I'm always on them. I'm like pop, mm. pop, pop, pop. But sometimes you'll get the athlete who who cut. So let's just say we have 10 meters. I have athletes who could do 30. This is exaggerating. I have athletes who could do it in 30. Who could do 30 reps in 10 meters. I have some who do who do eight reps in 30 meters, 10 meters. So what I mean by that is one of them is trying to cover ground. Right? So one of the temples here, right? Some of the temples are... So you see what right. I mean by that? So yeah. one, one person's creating more strike, 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 right. strike. He not only... They're, they're creating the force to hit the ground, but now they have the force to retract. Right. Some of them don't have the force to go down. So it takes them more long to come up. Makes sense. So that's why their stride is here. So that's mm-hmm. why when you look at sprinters, you hear... Versus somebody's... Makes sense. Right? That's yeah. the force coming down. So then we'll do the left side then. Then we'll do what's called a firecracker where it goes one, two, right, boom, boom, left. So now we're taking the the, the high knee, the what do you call the, the the rhythm skip of that right foot only to a now a firecracker. The reason why I call it firecracker is one of my athletes, she plays for the firecrackers. Uh-huh. And I didn't know, I didn't have a name for these. 
And I was like, let's call it Firecracker. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. And she got like, excited. <laughs> so awesome. now it's one, two left, one, two right. Uh-huh. And obviously, you want to get as many reps. Same. Some of my athletes will get a lot of quality reps. So it's reps. quick feet on this quick, one. Huh? It's quick mm. feet because it's like now, then we go into toe tappers where you use like a straight leg march where okay. that's really like dorsal. Your foot's fully extended, mm-hmm. dorsiflex down. Yeah. Extend all the way up, dorsiflex down. Getting mm. that hamstring any Hamstring activation. Yeah, yeah. Then the high knees, and then we go buck kickers. But I do my butt. Well, traditionally speaking, I think buck kickers are taught just to get the heel to the glute, right? Mm-hmm. So we, I went to a, uh, a track and field clinic, and mm-hmm. this made perfect sense. Do a butt kicker, but when you kick your butt, get the heel, strike your heel to your glute, drive your knee back up. So okay. so think about it. So what's what's the full range of motion on the sprint? That right, right, there. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're extend. You're you're picking the fo- you're picking the knee off the ground. It's gonna come through the heel. It's gonna come through your glute. You're gonna drive the knee up. Your foot's gonna come out. So at this point, our our feet. Think of most of us way at a 45 degree angle, right? Mm-hmm. It's in that way. Now we're striking the ground. Kick the glute. Bring it back up. You're doing the full motion. Yeah. And now you're activating and also stretching all those deep abdominal muscles. Your QL. Your freaking exactly. Um, your um, hip flexors, flexors etc. Yeah. etc. Yeah. Then I'll go do a traditional Frankenstein okay. just to just to pull, like you said, right now what you just said to elongate that. Now mm-hmm. we just said we're activating all that. Now let's get it more loose. Let's yeah, get it. Let's it get it firing. It let's get it firing. Yeah. Then I'll do like a little um, a toe touch. Where I call it a skyscraper. We'll go in rhythm. We'll have our right toe up. We'll put both hands through the toe, touch the chest, put it back up, get okay. that whole body going, get loosened up again. Then we'll do um, karaoke's. Okay. And then the band. Yeah. And then for me, that translates to all the, because then we go, we're covering our lateral movement. I'm sorry, lateral, yeah, straight line movement. Now we're cutting linear. our linear movement. Mm-hmm. And we're coloring our lateral movement, lateral like going movement side, side to side, side shuffle yeah. movement with mm-hmm. your sidestep. So now, on we're now as an athlete, we're covering well at least trying to cover all planes. We're not going to go at the what's this transverse. And, yeah, yeah transverse. Getting, yeah, that, that's a whole another that's episode. Whole, yeah, so we're <laughs> just we're covering the basic areas of movement that we're going to do. Yeah, and then that's that's my warm up right there. I and see. It, but it, it translates to like so. Then when I get a new kid, when we do sprint mechanics. Sprint work outside afterwards. I said, remember the warm-up. Remember how I said, here, here. Now think about that and sprint. Mm, giving them cues. Mm-hmm. Then it, it. But it's not, it's not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wasting, I'm not wasting. I'm, I I took all the coaching cues and put it in the dynamic warm-up without them knowing. Right. So when we sprint. You're sprinting. We're sprinting. Yeah. I mean, I might I like have to that. fix your stance. You know, if you're my first, yeah, I'll fix your stance. Yeah, little details. But I'm not going to be yelling at you. Yeah. Drive your knees, drive your knees, drive right. your knees. Pump your arms because then. You're going to be like in your head, like, what the hell you want me to do? Right. You're asking me to do 20 things in one movement. Right. right. But no, the dynamic warm up, it's it's great. I like it. And then, like you said, it, it feeds into the workout. Definitely. Tempo. Definitely, man. Can you I get what? you going? I just had an idea, man. What's up? Tell me. We're totally going to make a video. Yeah. I We're going to make should. a video of a dynamic warm up the way you run yours, the way I run mine. So, uh, listeners out there, stay tuned. Uh, okay. Yeah, when we this should, drops, yeah. when this drops, we'll go ahead and drop the video on our Instagram. Yeah, as well. I think it's smart. I think yeah. it's a good idea because now it's um, we get to see. Yeah, and I think it's important to see like the 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 amount of force that's created in the warm up. Yeah, and you realize and the, and why. The movements. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. If the details, you, you got to yeah. translate because you don't you don't want you don't want to go into a sprint not doing as many. Not doing as much activation as possible, right? Or or your workout. Oh yeah, any workout. Say, yeah, because then you're going. Because now, if you think about it, if you're, if you think if you have some, you could tell like a track runner, like or anybody, like like I could even think of like a boxer. You know, 
if they're gonna maybe have like a squat day or any type of leg day and their warm-ups like not as intense as it should be now they're not they every there's runs of there's a risk of injury in whatever we do but if everything's not firing that central nervous system that weight may not fire at its best capability because your muscular system is not fully activated yeah i, I think the best word for that would be uh the workout wouldn't be efficient yeah it wouldn't be efficient it yeah wouldn't. you know and efficiency is everything yeah definitely so uh a little bit about mine it's actually very similar and this is why i wanted to bring up this topic it's because uh as there is similarities in the warm-ups that trainers and coaches do all throughout mm -hmm. i also believe that there's some big um similarities which come down to the main point being that progressive load yes. you know what i mean so um i usually start them off with what i call high knee tucks it's not High, um, high pace, it's not high intensity. You're just literally taking the step, grabbing your knee with both arms and driving it up to the chest. Mm -hmm. Next step, driving it up to the chest, same thing. Um, we do that for about 10 yards and then we go into um, butt kickers, but same thing. We do the butt kickers, slow pace. I really tell them to focus on trying to dorsiflex the ankle, get that heel to the butt and really feel that stretch. Cause I mean, I mainly work with um, adults who have office jobs or they've spent a lot of time sitting. Mm -hmm. So we focus a little bit more on opening up that QL, opening up that, um, Good. yeah, that um, hip flexor. So those are a little bit more slow pace. After that, we move into open knees, which is similar to the high knee drive up, except that when that knee comes to your chest, we open up that hip a little bit. Boom, kind of creating like a, a circle with the knee. So you see how you're having a little bit of a hard yeah, time my, my understanding kinda, my that. Mind's yeah. like, huh? So that's why we're making those videos. I'm really looking forward to that. I was we're like, be making those I'm videos. still kind of like, oh, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah, so you're just literally driving the knee up and then opening up that hip. Okay. Driving the knee up and opening up I think that I hip. got it. I'm, yeah. But if I don't, I'll wait for the video. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah trust me, guys. This video is going to be awesome. Uh, after that, we do uh, what I call a 90-90. So you stand on one foot, you go ahead and grab your calf, and then you bring that up to your hip. Pretty, pretty oh, okay. simple. Okay, so you're kind of... Yeah, getting that out outside hip. Yeah, outside hip a little bit For stretched. those who didn't know, I just did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel accomplished. We need to record this YouTube. Here we go, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, after that, we move on to a move that I don't really have a name for. So I just called it three-point lunges. So we just take a small step forward, like a regular lunge. Mm -hmm. And then there's a little bit of yoga mixed in here. So we get into like a warrior stance. For those of you who aren't familiar with yoga, is you if you step forward with your left, you're also going to have your left hand extended forward while you have that right hand extended back. Mm -hmm. You get a little bit of a thoracic spine extension there. Thoracic yeah. Spine yeah. Extension. That yeah. Good. You open it up a little bit, and then I go ahead and switch. Now we go ahead and open up that right hand forward and that left hand back, opening up the chest. Same thing, lower back, getting that more of rotation work, especially okay. for me in boxing. And that then right the third movement is we reach both hands up to the sky and open up that thoracic spine down the middle, opening up that chest, which a lot of people I've noticed too tend to have very, very tight. Thoracic spine, can mm -hmm. you, can you like in depth, not in depth, but can you give like, what is that? Thoracic spine is just literally our spine, Okay. but it falls into how it moves. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's pretty yeah. much. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I you guess. said you said without detail. Now. Okay, well, I mean, I didn't want. Well, I didn't, well, I mean, I, well, it kind of goes in with the topic that we're talking mm. about. But I guess can you get more, more? Give me some more details. My bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I should be more. I should have just said that. So your spine normally looks kind of like an S. Yes. Correct. So the thoracic spine is actually up by your upper back, mm -hmm. and a lot of people they have a. Uh, 
I don't want to say like a tendency, but it's just how how it tends to happen. I see this imbalance quite a bit, um, either from work or lifestyle. But they have really really tight chests, which actually causes their scapula and sometimes their shoulders to roll forward. Yeah, yeah. So that thoracic spine is just really being able to open up that scapula along with your spine, along with your rib cage. And have a nice strong. Stop flexing on me, dog. Come on I'm not, now. I'm just trying Come to. Keep, I'm, I'm trying to open them. I'm trying to like. Because you said scapular retraction. I'm like, damn. Okay, am I doing? Okay, my my. You know. Yeah. It's mental note to make yeah, sure I'm yeah. doing mine. Yeah. So then that's pretty much the thoracic spine. Is when you when you connect the rib cage to your spine, to your posture, to your scapula. There. Public disclaimer: Do more back than you do chest. Yes. Do more back than you do chest. If you want to get strong, get your back strong. Yeah. If you want to get strong, get your back strong. Because we're talking about, yeah, because yeah, a lot of people, because, you know, tight chest, tight pecs, mm-hmm. that really, because it's going to hunch, like you said, like, around, around shoulders. Mm-hmm. And if you want, I mean, a good way to prevent that is as much for how, someone told me this, for the first, for the, the if you hit chest once, hit back twice. Yeah. And then you're going to take care of that. And your chest is going to blow up too. Yeah, for people sure. You don't know that. They want a yeah. big old chest. They're going to boom, boom, boom. Like. It, it, it squares up. Yes, it squares up. It's not so much like inverted yeah, it anymore. it looks normal. So, yeah, it opens up and, a bit. And then if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be benching a weight off your chest when your back's on the platform, it wouldn't it be smart to have a big back to support right. the weight? Exactly, exactly. Boom, boom, boom. dropping gems, dropping, dropping gems. gems. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have Jordan make a sound for us. Like right, like, dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> and uh, back to the warm up after those uh, three point lunges, mm-hmm. uh, I go ahead and do. It's very similar to the. Um, Activation exercise. What was it? The one when you're on your heels and you activate the hamstring? C- B skip? Or? Oh, wait. The the the, the, the B skip? Is mm-hmm. that the one where you're kicking out and dragging the ground? After the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's similar to that. But the way I started is we take a small step forward. We drive that heel into the ground. Point oh. the toes up. Now the leg is straight. You do your best to keep that leg straight. And you, with your arms, exactly like that. And okay. then with your arms, you do kind of like a scooping motion. You want to imagine that you're scooping the ground up and then tossing it behind you. What's kind of, do- oh, mm-hmm. my sky, my skyscraper. Sky, sky, there you go. Sky, sky, there you go. Yeah. So we do Skylanders, that. Skylanders, Skylanders. There you go. So then we do that. And then we take the next step. Obviously do the next leg. From there, we go into high kicks. Boom, boom. Or same, Frankenstein. Like the same thing. It's very similar movement. So that's why. Why this- are you jogging my style? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I was going to say this earlier before you went on. Public disclaimer. Um, not 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 my dynamic warm-ups. Not the only one you can do. Neither is George. I just want to say that out loud. Oh, yeah. it's um, don't, don't be like, oh, this person's on this podcast. Said this is the only part. No, no, I'm not saying that. Well, going back to what dynamic uh, warm-up really means is just a progressive load yeah. of specific... Um, stretches and activation exercises for your workout so exactly that's why i wanted to have this conversation because as you can see there is some differences in what we mm-hmm. do but at the same time there's a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh, now back to the warm-up uh some people like to focus on kicking as high as you can i would recommend that if you're looking to uh get a bit more flexible but at the same time only if you're really warm already Mm. um i don't ever tell my people to do that i just tell them i don't look i don't care how high you're kicking i care about the control of that kick Mm. control that kick going up control that kick going down because then at that point it does become an activation exercise not necessarily a quote-unquote stretch would you consider it would you would going back to what you said you so from what i'm understanding if I could kick as high as I want, but can I bring that same force down? Mm-hmm. Right? It's the control. Yep. It's okay. the control. Got mm-hmm. it. That's so for what I mean by that is I'm kicking up with control, but at the same time, I'm snapping it back down the mm-hmm. ground. Yep. Yeah. And um, 
obviously I deal with uh, upper body quite a bit being being boxing. Uh, so then we move on to this becomes a bit more stationary, which means that you're just in place. Um, I do shoulder taps. Okay, so you get into a plank position. Okay, lock out your elbows, and exactly, the right hand touches the left elbow or the left shoulder. The left hand touches the right shoulder. You have to do uh, push-ups with it too, or no? Mm, or for the more advanced people. Okay. For the but more not advanced the, people. But during the workout, not during the warm-up. Um, it, it depends on the load of that day, okay. and it depends what what the the goal of that workout is as well. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then we move on to crossbody toe touches. I actually picked this one up from um, my Muay Thai coach, Coach Lee at Vital Force. Shout out. Um, you're still in in a plank position, but you actually get your feet out a little bit wider. Okay. And your hips come up. So you're almost kind of like in a bare crawl stance-ish. What's this one called again? Uh, crossbody toe touches. Okay, so I'm mm -hmm. coming across. Boom. Mm -hmm. but so you're, I, getting, I you're getting on all four. You're getting I on all four. lift up higher than my position is now, right? You, Yeah, the hips actually can't come up because this okay. is like a full body warm gotcha. up, even though it's still to the, um, it's still technically upper body. Okay, no, that makes sense. Um. So wait for that video, guys. I know this one's going to be really hard to understand from just audio, but I'm going to try to explain it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see. Yeah. I mean, I'm over here thinking, no, it's not, but I'm like, well, I know, I know this. Because you know this. Yeah. I'm so, sorry. No, no, you're good. So back again. We're on all fours. Your uh -huh. hips are up slightly, okay? You're going to thrust forward almost like you're getting ready to take off or getting into push-up position. From there, you're going to push back, engaging the lats, engaging the shoulders and take the right hand to come across to the left toes. If you can't get your hand to your toes, just do your best, as that um, leg should also be locked out. So there is a little bit of activation there. There's okay. a little bit of a stretching there. I like and that. And we do about like a set or two of 10 of that, just getting that. some movement. Yeah, it's a nice one, man. I love it. Do you do Supermans with, with that? Would you do Supermans with that too? Um, yes and no. Supermans I would do with somebody who I know has got a weak back. Okay. But if the person's pretty, you know, well uh, balanced, and you know, there's okay, no need to, to put that overload on the on the lower back, you know. Yeah. And then after that, we just go into some quick um, 20 jumping jacks, full range of motion on the shoulder, and 20 cross jacks. Uh, cross jacks is pretty simple. The footwork stays the same, except that you're doing kind of like huggers. So you're bringing your hands across rather than up, opening up that uh, chest a bit, opening up uh, back, that upper back, those traps. Yeah. And that's pretty much the warm up there. Being mobile is fun. Yeah. Be mobile, guys. Don't. Don't lose your mobility. <laughs> Don't. You're going to hate yourself if you do. Yeah. Stay mobile and keep yourself from moving. <laughs> I was I was off. I was <laughs> I know. I was, I was just looking like, what the hell is that for? Well, see, if if you guys were able to see this, you'd see that like for the last 10 minutes, freaking not over here. It's just been like I've been moving. stretching yeah. and moving and doing all He's sorts been, of things. No, all of a sudden, I, I've been like box shadow boxing because today's my day. Oh. Off. I'm not working out today. Oh, okay, okay. So like I get. And we haven't boxed in like three weeks, we man. What's up? What's well, up, bro? The, uh, I don't. I'm losing accountability. I, I, accountability. No, Come on, man. Losing, what's up? I can't be losing too much weight, man. Nah, bro. I know. I know. We talked about this. I nah, want you to focus on on your power or powerlifting me. I Loki, I was thinking there. about. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I hope he doesn't bring this up because we haven't. <laughs> just like, uh, we haven't met. In a nah, while. man. Nah, it's all good. Like I understand, and like that's your focus right now, and you know, it's, we'll, it's fun. we'll get some work in again, man. Somebody days are counting down. Yeah. Um, April. Wait, no, March. April, May, mm -hmm. three months away. Yeah, we'll give the announcement for maybe people who missed. Oh yeah, last in, case, episode. in case you missed last episode, um, I'm doing my first powerlifting competition, Inside Threshold. I'm excited, um, getting stronger by the day. Shout out to Morgan, 
Um, great coach, man. Um, knowledgeable guy. And the cool thing about being at Threshold, working out, all the people there, they, I mean, they're all powerlifters. And they all like, they're all more than willing to help you. They're like, if they, if just like cues or, hey, what about this? What about that? More arch in your back, more this, more that. Your form looks good. Or that was shit. Like, don't do that again. Or you could do more than that. Don't do extra sets. Don't do extra <laughs> sets. I don't do extra sets no more. I've learned. I haven't told Morgan. I looked at him one day. When, like, the, my program first started. I was like, this this weight's too light. Mm -hmm. Like, it's too light for me. Like, it's like, don't worry. Like, there's a reason why. Yeah. Like, you're going it, to… It's funny that you bring that up. Sorry to cut no, no, you no, off. No, 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 but, uh, I have a client who um, is active in the military. Mm -hmm. And they change… The, or they're going to change by the end of this year… The physical fitness test. Yeah. And, and yeah. So there's, they're, they're putting it almost kind of like a strongman comp. It's kind of cool. It's um, more because it's that, but that, see, that, that's the thing. It's that makes more sense. Yeah. It transfers over very well, yeah, I it, think, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah but uh, anyway, I'm getting her ready and um, she's very determined and every time she comes in, ready to work. Um, but she came from like a bodybuilding background. So she, Ooh, she yeah. was used to, she was used to those <laughs> two and a half hour, two and a half hour, three hour long sessions, you yep. know? So then, uh, I put together a three day off program, off day program for her. And, uh, she had, um, back and shoulder day. And <laughs> she said, I don't understand why this workout took 30 minutes. I'm not sure if I'm liking this. I'm like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Two days after I get a text. She's saying, like, I'm sore. <laughs> I'm sore in places I've never been sore before. I don't well, understand. Because <laughs> well, we'll, we'll go like the military and like the police academy and think about it. Like when you go from a bodybuilding sport, it's volume training all the damn time. Isolation. Isolation. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. isolation. And then you go to the military or the police academy, you're going to be full body lifting yeah. things up. And I think that's good that the, they're going to change the training of it all because yeah. it's, I mean, if you look at it like police or enforcement or law enforcement or any type of military, you're not going to be jogging a lot. I mean, you are. It depends on what you're trying to do. But you're going to be picking things up. You're going to have weight on you. You're going to have a vest on you. You're going to have this on you. You're going to have boots on you. So I think the training should be like that. There was another video I was listening to podcast about firefighters not being able to deadlift. Someone said this, that every individual should be able to deadlift 1.5 pounds, 1.5 pounds of body weight. But, Go ahead, finish, but finish. he's a powerlifter. So I get where he's coming from. Finish, That's just finish your thought. Yeah. And I, I'm going to say this. I think, I don't think everybody should. But if everybody could, it'd be great because everybody would be a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. But he connected with firefighters that these firemen who, who essentially might have to pick a few bodies up at any given time of their career. Hopefully, they never have to experience that. But that is going, you know, you do that. You're going to yeah. be pick, You're going to be in fire. There's going to be people that you have to pick up. He was saying that some of these firefighters could even deadlift 185. And it puts you in a perspective. It's like, what kind of training? I mean, I'm not, and then this is not to, this is not to disrespect nobody in their training, but what kind of training? If if I knew that if I was in a fire and a fireman came and he couldn't lift me up, I'd be like, yo, like that's not good. <laughs> like, yo, that's not like you should be by 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 your career right. choice should have strength. Mm -hmm. And he was even saying like even the military, he I'll, I'll I'll send you the YouTube video. And he was saying how he would train these um these military the people with the military, and all they would do was jog. 
Jog, 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 jog. See what I did there in the song? No, you didn't see the song. Okay. So then he got um. So then he started doing straight training with them. Started getting them deadlifts. Started them doing squatting. And then he said, "There's no more. They don't get injured anymore. There's no risk of injury." Yeah. So that's why going back to the people being able to 1.5 their double their body weight. Yeah. You 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 you're muscular. You get strong. Yeah. So you the risk of injury. It's less. Yeah, your yeah, joints totally are stronger. Agree. Your totally everything's foundation wise. Your you your your deadlifting is great because your back. Yeah, your grip, your posture, everything just gets strong and big. It's a full body movement. Full body bro. movement. Full body movement. No, I think I think going. I think everybody should deadlift one point five their body weight. <laughs> now that I got now, that's that's the point you're trying to get across. Oh, I don't know what the point across <laughs> I was trying to get, but that was it. That was oh, it. Man. That was the point. One point yeah. five your body weight. But no, I think um. I think it's important to deadlift. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree and disagree, I could say. Um, Why do you disagree, man? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, uh, I was actually… I, I like to listen and uh, watch the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. And um, there was this strongman on there. I apologize for not having the name, but it's Eddie something. And he said that he doesn't… He's a professional strongman. Uh-huh. And he says, unless your goal is to be getting better at deadlifting… You shouldn't deadlift at all. At all. Why? Is now that? I agree and disagree with that in the sense that yes, I believe deadlifts definitely get you nice and strong. Yes. Um, but I also think it's an advanced move. Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. Yes, oh, he, Eddie Hall. Oh, he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a big boy. Yeah. If you guys uh, have some time, just YouTube Eddie Hall, Joe Rogan, and there's like okay, a, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, there's about a 15 minute segment, I believe, where he talks on why he believes that you shouldn't deadlift unless you're trying to get better at your deadlift or like you have a competition coming up. Uh, that's, I mean, I, I I I agree, but I want to disagree with that. Yeah, same thing. You know, there's like, there's give and take to everything. Because I, I agree with what he's saying. Like, mm-hmm. not, I, I don't think every person who works out should ever deadlift. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's meant to, but I think it, everybody should at least learn how to do it. Yeah, at least to get get the foundation down yeah. of, the, of the movement and how to properly load your lumbar spine. Well, because if you think about it, day. we pick up things. We squat all the time to pick things up. Mm-hmm. Squatting and deadlifting essentially like two similar movements, but two different objectives. Yeah. Right. So like you're squatting to pick something up, but then you're gonna deadlift it back up. You don't want to. Yeah. I mean, if it's light, obviously like a grocery bag, you could get away with it. Something heavy, you don't want to round your back. Right, and all exactly. That. So for exactly. me, that's why I think teaching people how to deadlift just to be able to break, just to teach that posture. Yeah. Just to teach that mechanical movement of getting back up after picking right. something up. Because you don't want to. There's been people who pick up something small and they stand up and just yeah, throw out their back, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But also by saying that, guys, I don't want you to think that like I'm against deadlifts. I love deadlifts. No, uh, a lot of my clients use them deadlifts, and we we do also. You guys of crazy trap stuff bar or regular? Uh, for a beginner, I usually trap use bar? a trap bar a little okay. bit more. Um, or if there's like an uh, an objective to using a trap bar, but I mainly like um, barbell deadlifts. And lately, I've been. Um, I've been getting mentored by Carlos, the owner of El Luchador uh-huh. Barbell Club, and he's got like 20 plus years of experience in strength training. And uh, he's he's pretty much taken me under his wing to teach me how to train in that sense. And uh, I'm super grateful for that. And uh, what we've been focusing and working on a lot is sumo deadlifts. Sumo. Um, sumo deadlifts. Sumo deadlifts is cheating. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I mean, everybody has like their own their own thing <laughs> with it, you know? To, I just wanted to be spontaneous. That, that was the perfect <laughs> moment to say it. Right? Um... 
But uh, I mean, it, it comes back to like different activation, different it, muscles. It's a different muscle group. Yeah, I think, I think you know the abductors. The to be glutes. able to sumo deadlift a lot of weights. I mean, yeah. to deadlift anything in any position is respectable. Yeah, and that's why people. I, that's why certain people say it's cheating and this and that. It's I. I say it just to piss people off. Like cheating in, in what sense? Though, like that's a powerlifting comp or, or no, like, no, or like because what? people like, do it. People how? pull people. The the reason as to why is here's the thing people got to understand when it comes to leverage. If you knew that you could put your body in a position to have shorter leverage, range of motion to pull up equivalent weight, do it. You're working smarter, not harder. Yeah. And that's why people think it's cheating because it's, oh, your 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 pull is only so much far off the ground when my pull is so much higher off the ground. I was like, okay. That's so, I, I so guess that's cheating. That, I, I guess I understand that from a competing side, but if you're literally like in the gym just trying to get stronger. Fuck no, sumo, says, sumo yeah, I'm, just do you know? I like conventional a lot. I, I've always been more of a conventional guy, but now that I've been uh, doing that training, I I've been pulling sumo more, and I, I feel I, I feel my imbalance, dude. Oh yeah, because it's yeah, because you because you're you're in a you're. See, a lot of my friends tell me I should do sumo because I'm pretty flexible, but I was like, flexibility doesn't transfer to strength. Mm-mm. It does not. You you can't. You could be flexible. But you could like you could not you don't have strength or stability in that flexibility in that in that position there. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why people gotta understand like just because you're in that position doesn't mean you're in the weakest quote unquote because of that 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 spread mm-hmm. or does it mean you're the strongest? I think and someone even told me this like it's they like it because it does not put. I heard it, it takes a lot of stress off your lower back. Yeah. So uh, the um, usually I uh, schedule. Um, conventional deadlifts on a upper body day that makes sense uh and then i schedule sumo deadlifts on a lower body sense. day i feel like and sumo you're actually it's legs. It's legs it's legs dude and because you're because um, you're not literally hinging, mm-hmm. hinging over it yeah you're yeah. more up in an upright position definitely and i've always had a problem with my glutes firing correctly oh when you do sumo your yeah, your glutes you, fire mm-hmm. They yeah, fired. yeah, and that was one of the first times, uh, other than doing landmine single leg deadlifts, that it actually felt like my glute. Like, okay, it's like, we, oh, they're working have, right I now. They're working. Here. Here. I got, I got a little butt, you know, like little booty there. <laughs> no, I think, but I think doing both is needed. Yeah, and, um, I think it just, just movement, <laughs> move. Yeah. Have, I don't think sumo was cheating. I think I think sumo was. I, I like sumo. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice little conversation though. I yeah, like, it's, I see how it's a yeah. little conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just like conventional more than I like sumo. I just sumo's tight. Like it looks like it'd be fun to learn, but I've been pulling conventional for so long that to say that I'm so long away from my so close to my competition. Oh, let's try sumo then. Oh yeah, definitely no. no. Yeah, I hear you with that. And again, I think that like that whole discussion comes from more of like a competing background. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think there's benefits to both. How much can you deadlift conventional? I haven't maxed out in a, in a while. If publicly, but, uh, if, you, if you say 20 pounds heavier, no one would know. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but the heaviest I pulled was uh, 495 for Damn, one. Damn, that's not yeah, bad. For one. Um, do you, because I know some people say they feel stronger in sumo. I haven't been pulling sumo okay. enough to be able to get high into those numbers. Right now, gotcha. I use sumo more like a corrective exercise mm. for me just to make sure that my glutes are firing, that my um, uh, abductors are firing. And, you know, it's a little bit more volume work, especially because I'm trying to drop weight right now. Yeah. So I don't have enough data to be able to give you an answer. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah I'm assuming we did this. What else, Nato? What else, man? Um, my mind just went blank. Um... <laughs> Sumo deadlifts are not cheating. 
I'm just, it's a joke. I think any any person who can lift something off the ground is cool. That's why I like deadlifting because it's yeah. like you're, you're, it's like a, it's like a metaphor for life. Yeah. Every time you drop something heavy, you fall back down. You gotta pick it. Yeah. That crap. Exercise back up. is a metaphor for life, man. It is. Exercise period. Yeah. Exercising is big on life, yeah. man. Definitely, definitely. Anything you want to add on the warm up side of um, things? I, no, I think I touched up everything. Like the idea of um. Key points, I guess I'll say again, reiterate. I'll reiterate this. Um, if you're if you're be be fat, you want to be fast, move fast. Mm-hmm. But also master everything slow and then worry about speed later. Technical tech technically speaking, be there. I would technically speaking, technically technical, be technical. Take your time, see what you're doing, get a feel for it, and then see how it does translate over to the actual sprint work. Take your time when you work out. Mm. Like a lot of young, I get you know a lot of younger people who see me work like foam roll and stuff like that. They're like, man, why do you take forever like to warm up? Like, I'm like, man, when I was 20, 21, I didn't have to do this. Right, right. I didn't, but I made it a habit at 25. So therefore, when now gonna be 28 soon, my body doesn't feel it no more. I don't right. feel. I feel me. Um, the other day when I was at Fit Expo, I ran into my friend, and then we we're talking because he lost a lot of weight. And he's like, man, this is the most in shape I've ever been. And he's like 35. He's like, I thought when I was young, I thought he was the best shape in my life. No, like, I'm in the best shape now. And it's it's crazy because, you know, he's like, I'm 35. Never thought I would say this. Never thought I could. You know, you'd always think the younger you are, the better in shape you'd yeah. be. And he was, I told him, I looked at him. It's like, you know what? I think it's because we're realizing as we get older, mind you, I'm still younger than he is. But we realize that we can't we can't afford to work as hard. We can't afford to spend all that time in the gym because we realize we don't. Some days we might feel like we to be able to be 120, 120 percent goal at 100 percent of the time. It's it's dangerous. It's bad for you, especially as you get older. Mm-hmm. So I've been saying, give me give me 90 percent, 100 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Give me that consistent. Give that consistency. Yeah. Give me that yeah. consistency. Give me that 90. Give me that 90. And then that day when I need that 110. You have that 110. We're going to go 110. So take your warm-up. Take your time. And I use... I With my scheduling, like, for instance, like, when note-taking podcast phone calls, I do I do a lot of that stuff when I'm foam rolling. Mm -hmm. So I've I've taken my foam rolling time to, like, to schedule. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, you time. Me time. Meditation. Meditation. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my... That's why, like, when I first started foam rolling a lot, like, I'd have my pen and paper. Mm -hmm. A lot of my poems were written during, like, foam foam rolling. Yeah, because it's, like... What people like a lot of people they like I can't sit there for as long as you do and not because because uh, people can't sit down for more than five minutes. So for me it's like what can I do? I'm gonna be here for a while. Mm-hmm. My brain doesn't want to be here for a while, but I know I have to. Well, I could write when I find oh I found a quad, especially my quads. Ooh, I find a sweet spot. Okay, where's my notebook at? I'm gonna hold you. For like <laughs> That's funny, man. I'm the complete opposite way. <laughs> you just like get in, get when out. I, when I find a spot, I'm like, all right, I, I, I can't focus on anything else but this right now. <laughs> well, see, for me, it's like I don't have to think about it no more. Like, mm. okay, I found it. Okay, I'll wait for ten seconds, get the deep in it. Okay, it's it's good. No, let's, yeah. let's go. Yeah. But um, no, then um, don't um, if you're gonna ever if you're gonna sumo, don't progress into it. Don't go straight into a dumbbell. Yeah. Um, I think what um Do it into a dumbbell. So I'm sorry. Yeah, a barbell. Oh, okay. Use a dumbbell. Mm-hmm. Use a dumbbell. Um, 
kettlebells. Yeah. Kettlebells, yeah, kettlebells too. Kettlebells were really good. Because just you want to you want to work that movement before you put a damn bar mm-hmm. on. Because even even deadlifting in general, there's a progress into it. Like you know, like we we can we'll make videos for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely we'll, be we'll, making some videos. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, I think it's, it's, needed. it's needed. We'll now. be able to like bridge that gap you know what we'll i have, mean i'll be teaching george how to deadlift and i'll get a stick and i'll be like no you're doing it wrong and there you go hit him in the head i'm there just kidding hey, there, there's that. some coaches out there who get down like that no, no, <laughs> coaches who just be hitting their clientele so yeah um so be on the lookout i guess i guess we're gonna bring more content yeah to we're gonna be bringing more content uh for you guys along with uh we're actually gonna be starting off with uh the warm-up videos yeah it'd be a good uh way to do that and then segue into um possibly the two different forms of deadlifting i kind of like that idea as well and if you're listening right now and have any questions regarding that, feel free to hit us up on our Instagrams. We'll uh, be more than willing to make some content for you guys. Um, speaking of that, go ahead and plug yours in real quick. Oh, man, you do. You did what? Oh, I was clean. That was a good job uh, on that. Okay, yeah. you're learning, man. Yeah, I'm getting Damn, there, man. George, George did that. Hey. Damn, George. I'm, Ooh, you caught me off guard right now. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow. Um, Instagram, New Age Athletics. You can find me there. Um I'm going to let George finish this. Go ahead, George. Oh. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You got this one. Go. All right, guys. You can find me at innerstrength underscore TS uh, training systems. That is the best way to reach me if you're looking to, uh, you know, get started on your training or have any questions. So with that being said, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. As always, if you have any questions, please reach out to us. We'll be Good more than up, happy. we would be more than happy. And uh, thank you guys for your support so far. We really appreciate it. Shout out to the Productive Culture um, team over here making all this uh, you know, you know happen to, for you us. You know what to say right now, though, about the Productive Culture? Uh, right. Like, uh, if you want to start your own podcast, there we go, yep. if and when you want to start yes. your own podcast, hit us up or hit them up. We'll go ahead and plug them into them. Uh, what's their... Uh, productive Culture. Pro- yeah, I think at Productive Culture, right? Culture, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Productive Culture. Yeah. Um, hit up... Uh, Jordan, Jim Jordan, Cam. yeah, Jane Cam, uh, Jordan on Instagram. We'll be, they'll be more than happy to get you guys in here. I mean, we had Dom in the building today. Shout out to Dom yeah, for holding thank us you, down. Dom. We, appreciate we appreciate it. you. Appreciate it a any, lot. Any brother. our rappers that do listen to this um, podcast, Dom is a great producer. He produced one of my tracks on my first album called Simple Things, and he executed it. Got to plug him in. Yep, yep. There there's a the smile. Waiting there for it, it is, guys. So with that being said, guys, hope you all have a great day, great rest of your day. And we'll hope you tune in next time. Yep, get some shit done. Yes, sir. All right, guys, we're out. Thank you.